Hi, and welcome to Screens and Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Diana, and today we're talking about the movie In the Heights. My guest co-host may sound very familiar to you. I'm excited to have her here. She's my very good friend and my original podcast co-host. I am thrilled she is joining me today. Welcome, Brittany. Hi, Diana, and hi, Screens in Focus. It's good to be back. I'm new and improved. I have a new last name. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I'm just excited to be here, and I can't believe this is your 115th episode. I'm so proud of you and the pod. It's awesome. (laughs) Well, it was with you that we were able to get here. I'm so excited. I know, and it feels like so long ago, but those were just such fun times. And I feel like now I feel like no time has passed just being back here. Yeah, (laughs) it's a lot of fun, even though, you know, we have to like figure out our setup, our our technical technical issues (laughs) that we had to get through the thrills and the excitement of podcasting. Uh, But it's funny, because I was thinking as we were talking about starting this together, and how I always say to you, um, you said yes. <laughs> Thank you for saying yes. I thought I was had this, you know, harebrained harebrain scheme coming to you, you know, because I always get these things in my mind. I'm like, hey, do you want to do a podcast? <laughs> and I didn't even really know that about podcasts that much. Right. So neither did I. And I remember our meeting behind our work building, like we went on the patio and we started brainstorming and we had like uh, we gave each other like assignments to work on for our uh, yes. next meeting. Yes. So I totally remember the beginning. It was so much fun. Well, even though we haven't podcasted about TV and film, that didn't stop our conversations. Personally, we, we right. would still continue with all of those. But I told you, oh, my gosh, you have to watch In the Heights. Yes. And I'm so glad you did. Yeah. I'm like, do you want to podcast on it? Because I just <laughs> love musicals. And you're like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yes. I love musicals. So I'm happy to be here and happy to. And I'm grateful that you told me about it. Because honestly, if you didn't tell me about it, I I would have probably hopped on that train really late. So I just I loved the movie. So thank you for bringing me in as a guest and for telling me about the movie. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so our question of the day because there is so many underlying themes in this uh, movie, In the Heights, and one of them is about feeling at home. So I want to know from you, when do you feel most at home? I think I feel most at home when I'm around my people, you know? So I always I have a bunch of different groups of people, of course. I mean, I have my family, I have different friend groups, but I've just noticed that I feel, it's when I feel totally comfortable to be myself. So like when I'm with you, when I'm with um, Jimmy, I mean, Jimmy and I have moved maybe five or six times and we've found that, you know, we're at home with each other and that's the most important thing. So yeah. I definitely feel most at home when I'm around the people who who really get me and who make me feel safe. What about you? I it's exactly the same <laughs> with my people. We recently celebrated one of my son's birthdays Yay. and there was just a feeling that comes over me when we're all together, we're around the table, eating, talking, reminiscing. Um, 
And even the day before when I told you we were watching a different movie, Mm -hmm. it's just this togetherness that I feel when I'm with them. So it's, you know, of course, me, my husband, my boys and Mm -hmm. their uh, girlfriends. So it's just something about it. Just uh, I just feel so good. And it feels and I honestly just really felt it. I'm like, this feels like home. So it's so nice. I love it. I feel like you are all so lucky to be in the same area, too, and to be able to spend that time together. It's just... I've always like loved how your family dynamic is. So I just love that about you guys. Aww, <laughs> thank you, Brittany. Okay, friends out there, let us know what you think. When do you feel most at home? You can leave us a comment on Twitter at in underscore screens or at our Screens and Focus Facebook page. You can follow us on our Instagram and subscribe to our website and YouTube channel. The links are in our show notes. Okay, so in the heights. It's a film adaption of Lin-Manuel Miranda's 2008 Tony-winning musical about a slice of life in New York, Washington Heights. It's directed by John M. Chu, who also directed Crazy Rich Asians, among other films. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda played the lead role in the musical originally, but here we see Anthony Ramos, who was also in Hamilton, take over as Usnavi in the movie. So, Brittany, I want to know, tell me your thoughts or what stood out to you in the film. Well, I just really loved everyone in it. I think that all the actors are incredibly talented. Their energy and just their ability to effectively highlight what the characters were going through Um, It was just so impressive. (laughs) I was really blown away. And I absolutely loved that this was a cast full of people of color, as well as up and coming actors, rather than like big name A-list celebrities. And I just I also wouldn't be surprised if many of the actors were actually from New York or from, you know, that area. too. Mm -hmm. And their stories and the characters felt so authentic because of that, because of the casting and I just I really appreciate that when it can when you hire people like that and then it can come across so authentic Mm -hmm. and I genuinely just want to applaud the executive producers the casting director I mean whoever else was involved in recruiting that cast because their dynamic was so cool to watch and seeing them together it just made me feel good like how you're talking about like feeling good around your family Mm -hmm. I just felt really good like watching them be together um and I just, I could, I feel like they all acted so well. I could feel the chemistry between all the lovebirds. I could feel, like, the pain and the shame and the frustration between, like, the parents and the children. And they all just did a fantastic job. So I was really just impressed overall. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing, Sonny's solo in the 96,000 song when he's, like, rapping in the yeah. pool. And they all have that reaction, right? They're all like, oh, what? That was exactly me. I was like, wow, this kid is so good and everything he was saying. I was like, yes, I love that. So I just, I love, I loved Sonny. And Jimmy Smith, this is off topic, but he always reminds me of my dad. <laughs> like even, even the characters he plays, you know, like the protective, like dad who wants to see his daughter succeed and yeah. he'll do anything for her. Like, so I just automatically love him in everything. <laughs> And one last thing that stood out to me, if I could close my eyes, I felt like 
Nina's voice, it reminded me of like Vanessa Hudgens and Christina Milian together. I mean, she just had a really nice soft voice. So I loved her voice and it was like different than the typical voice that you hear in musicals. So, yeah. I love all that. That's <laughs> so good. Yeah, Sonny stood out to me too. He was so good. He's so passionate. Like everybody was so good in this though. Everybody was so good. It was so perfectly cast, just like you said. I was impressed by the get-go. Visually, it was beautiful and vibrant. The choreography just blew me away. I loved all the little details and surprises, uh, like Miranda playing the shaved (laughs) ice guy, and the little things like Usnavi stepped on that gum, and just... (laughs) It, it's like it went in with the beat of the music or the tempo that you saw. And I loved um, Anthony Ramos's swagger mm-hmm. as he's walking down the street. Just that, the way his shoulders move back and <laughs> forward. I'm like, he's so cool. I love him. <laughs> oh, and then when Isnavi sang on that one initial song and how they were able to intercut so many variations of him and put it together so seamlessly as he was rapping i thought it was so brilliant i've seen the high school and college version of this play many years ago so i was familiar with the basics of the story but it felt new to me i was discovering the story as it went along and i so love the perspective of the story the bodega the aspirations the struggle of making ends meet, someone winning the lotto, the (laughs) language used. It was so familiar to me. It was like me, my family. Um, It just was, it really resonated with me. And I am so excited to see a studio film that celebrates Latino culture and characters. What else stood out to you, Brittany, in this movie? I totally agree. And, you know, you're always talking about winning the lotto. (laughs) I am. I thank you for remembering that because I always am. Oh, that's so funny. You're always waiting. I just can't wait till I win the lotto and I don't have to. So good. Um, But, I mean, just going off that, I really like the relationships in general. Like, I really believed all of the dynamics between the characters, like the dad and daughter dynamic between Nina and Kevin, I felt Kevin's pride. I felt his desperation to want his daughter to succeed at Stanford, to uh, be the one person to make it out of their block. Uh, And I also felt Nina's loneliness and her shame and possibly disappointing her dad who worked so hard and he continues to work hard just so that she can stay in school, right? Mm-hmm. He sold half of his business, and then he sold the entire business. Was that taxi company his dream? I-, I don't think so, but he sacrificed so much so Nina could get that college education. And I recognize that he absolutely had his dreams riding on her, you know, completing college. But again, what parent doesn't, right? You always want a better life for your kid than you had. So I can't blame him. I'm not a parent, but I can totally see where he's coming from. And I believed him. Yes. And I just, I thought that din- that argument at the dinner table, it was so relatable. And it was so courageous on Nina's part, because it's so hard to speak up about these things when you, you know, your dad, when you're younger, someone you look up to, he's like her hero. And you saw the montage of them like working hard together so that she could go to college. Yes. 
Um, and she knows that he's not going to under- fully understand yet. So I just thought that was really courageous of her. But I just, in general, appreciated both of their candor. But I also really felt how much they loved each other, too. So I just loved seeing that, like, dad-daughter mm-hmm. dynamic. Um, and I'm sure you can relate to that. You have three boys. Yeah. <laughs> you want them all to succeed. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure it's hard to know when to, like, bite your tongue or when to push them. Yeah. Or, you know, because you brought them into the world because you want them to have a good life. Right. So I can, I just totally felt for both of them. (laughs) I'm like totally nodding because I just want to say that's so true. You do want to keep telling them or giving them advice, but you know, sometimes it's like you, you got to step away and let them make their own decisions, but you kind of want to live through them too. (laughs) So it's like, ah, so it is that struggle. And I totally see that. So I'm sure I just, I feel for parents because I know that you, you all really just want the best and you want your kids to be happy and healthy. Mm-hmm. So it's just so hard when you feel like they're making the wrong decision. Um, and then speaking of like a father figure or older brother figure, I felt like Usnavi really stepped in as an older brother or a father to Sonny. Because yeah. we see, you know, we see Mark Anthony as his dad and he's not really a motivator or he's not going to be the one to, to just be there for Sonny. It seems like he's more of laid back he's he had all those alcohol bottles there so i don't know i just don't i feel like most older cousins aren't doing everything usnavi is doing for sunny and i do believe people act this way not only out of the goodness of their hearts but also because they feel called to and they feel like no one else will so usnavi knows that sunny's dad isn't gonna do all this so he takes on that role when he doesn't have to he has his own business to run he has his own dreams however he goes as far as to use the ninety six thousand dollars to cover sunny's legal fees and you know i know that ninety six thousand dollars it's not a million dollars i know that but it's still a lot of money to give yeah. to someone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the fact that they didn't know if it would end the way Sonny wanted it to end, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't know. It doesn't guarantee him becoming a citizen. So I I just think it's also because he believes in Sonny that much. Uh, you know, Sonny's passionate. He's vocal. He's smart. He's brave. So I think he knows that our country needs more Sonnies. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> and I love that relationship. I'm so glad you brought it up. Oh, it was so cool. There were so many themes in this movie, um, like as we talked about earlier. But what stood out to me was the concept of home and what that meant. Um, different things to each of the characters. They were chasing an idea or a feeling or running from it. And it was their journey to figure out what that was or how to get there. And Usnavi wanted to go to the Dominican Republic to rebuild his father's bar because he felt he was barely making it in New York at the bodega and thought that his life could be better back home. But what he comes to realize is that it's about finding peace within yourself. And that's ultimately home. And we see that Nina struggles at Stanford and drops out of college um, and Vanessa wants to move downtown to make it as a fashion designer. And Abuela Claudia's solo performance was amazing. Oh, she has a fantastic voice, by the way. But I almost felt like it was her revisiting home mm-hmm. and then going home mm-hmm. so- somehow. It, that's what it felt like to me. So I felt like that went along with the theme of 
all of them trying to go home, be home, and realizing it. Like I said, it was their journey to find peace within themselves. Yes. And um, I just loved it. I loved it. There were so many good, really good themes in here. <laughs> just like the idea of community and um, helping each other out uh, was right. wonderful. What else stood out to you, Brittany? Well, you know, we both work in education. Um, so as an educator, you know, hearing about Nina's story about Stanford, especially that's right down the street from us, right? Mm -hmm. And we're in a pretty diverse, what we think is a diverse yes. Bay Area. So, you know, Nina's story really broke my heart at first because I'm about to graduate with my master's in higher ed administration. So I'm just especially sensitive about these issues of diversity, inclusion, equity, making sure students graduate, you know, making sure they feel like they belong, which is a huge factor in why they go towards graduation um, and in academic spaces. Right. So when she revealed that the campus police searched her when her roommates, I think it was the necklace was missing. Mm -hmm. Pearl necklace. Yeah, oh, the pearl necklace. <laughs> And then she told that story of how another classmate mistook her for a server at yes, one of those parties yes. or something. Uh -huh. I just, I all I could do is sympathize and my heart went out to her because I know that Nina, she may not be real. She's a character, but these stories are real for so many kids of color, you know, especially those of Latinx or African-American backgrounds. So, but what I really appreciated was how the writers juxtaposed Usnavi's positivity and hope with Nina's and Vanessa's skepticism and frustration. Their attitudes represent the real arguments that we do here today when we're faced with fighting injustices. These are there are people like Nina and Vanessa who are tired of it <laughs> and they begin to feel hopeless and like they don't matter. You know, even Sunny came out guns blazing. <laughs> and I'm right there with them. This work can be exhausting. It can dishearten you. It can break you down. And they are over it and they want change now. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't change right away, they begin to let their feelings of deflation overcome them. However, there are also people like Usnavi who recognize how difficult life is because of who they are and where they come from. But they don't let it stop them from finding things in life to be grateful for. And... I always appreciate these reminders to root our hearts in gratitude because you really never know what that shift of perspective can do because life is hard, but you can always try to be grateful and like enjoy your life in the meantime. Mm -hmm. I loved all those messages. And when you were talking about Vanessa, uh, I was thinking about how she struggled to get that apartment and how the other couple came in mm -hmm. and they were just she was the, the lady that was renting was so encouraging to them and right. kind of dismissing her and the look on her face right oh man it was really heartbreaking i felt so bad for her just because you could tell that she wanted it so bad like yeah. she just knew okay this is the next step to my life being better mm -hmm. so it, that was really frustrating yeah because watch. she had the money mm -hmm. but was it her name? Was it her look? Mm -hmm. Was it that she didn't have four times the amount? I don't know. It right. just was heartbreaking. So, oh, man. And also, uh, Nina's situation, I thought, wow, this really does happen. And it reminded me of that story that broke in New York 
last year where that woman accused that teen of taking her iPhone. And then they tried to search the boy and his father had to step in to protect him. And later they found out that the woman had left her phone in the Uber. <laughs> Damn, oh I know, it's so frustrating. So these stories are real. They're, they happen to people. And we just have to be reminded of that and know that this is happening. So that's why this movie was just so great. And that was one of the things that was changed from the original play. Mm. Vanessa dropped out of school because she had to work multiple jobs and her grades suffered. Mm. And so she dropped out, but they updated it to, um, to go along with the current issues that, mm-hmm. you know, people of color are facing. Right. And also with Sonny mm-hmm. being undocumented and a dreamer, and they wanted just to shed light on the current issues, which is so thoughtful of them to put that in. And it's also very powerful because we need to see it and see what's happening to be able to make change. So I just love that. Absolutely. I also love the ending with Usnavi and how he told his story in front of this group of kids and then how the location visibly looked one way at the beginning of the film and another way at the end. I just thought it was brilliant and how each person had struggles but had to figure it out their own way with their relationships, their community or their personal journey. God, this movie was so good. <laughs> Do you have any other tidbits on the movie, Brittany? Well, I think I just really want to live in New York one day. <laughs> I just feel like the East Coast has a lot of history there, right? Because yeah. that's where, you know, we landed first. That That's way more established than where we are in California. So I just feel like you can tell that people have deep roots there. Like their families have been there for a lot longer. And it just feels so cultured and lively. I know that we have that here in San Francisco, too, but... I just, I've never been there, and I just think it'd be really cool to, like, spend time there, Mm -hmm. especially, like, learning more about these kinds of stories. It just makes me appreciate the diversity of New York City and, like, who's there. So I'd love to be there one day. (laughs) I want to know if the fire hydrant thing happens all the time, because they always show that. So it must, right? (laughs) That would never happen here because of our water shortage, you know, that we have. So I was, I'm like, what? (laughs) They're letting that out? How's that happening? I want to know if that really happens. It always looks like so much fun. (laughs) You know, I'm like, oh, so cool. I love that. What about you? Oh, my gosh. I loved all the actors and the cameos. Lin-Manuel Miranda is so awesome. I just love his voice. So I I was so happy he was still in it. Uh, Melissa Barrera, Leslie Grace, Corey Hawkins, who was Heath on The Walking Dead. So I sort of follow him a little bit just to see what, you know, because I know he was on The Walking Dead and he's been on several things. And when I saw him here, and I'm like, oh, that's him. <laughs> so I thought that was so cool. Of course, Jimmy Smith. I've loved Jimmy Smith for <laughs> so long. He's such an awesome actor. Mark Anthony shocked me. I had no idea he was going to be in this film. And when I saw him, I'm like, wait, that's Mark Anthony. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Of course, he looks all down and out. So right. I'm like, that's him, but why? Wait, does it someone who really resembles him or really is him? I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he said it. 
So I thought that was cool. And also Christopher Jackson, who was George Washington in Hamilton, mm. played the ice cream ice cream guy because okay. I totally recognized him. I'm like, that's him. That's him. So that's I so just funny. thought it was so cool how they had some of the Ham- Hamilton Easter eggs. Right. Along with You'll Be Back, the song is the hold music when Jimmy oh. Smith is talking to Stanford. Mm, and I didn't know that. Yes, I, get, I totally recognize. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's so funny. That is um, And I, I kind of screamed it out at the, at the household. <laughs> there. I'm like, ah, that song is on. <laughs> um, and, yes, the New York filming. I kept saying, how did they get so many people? Yeah. And I love the diversity of people. And the age range of people, Mm -hmm. it was awesome. And in the 96,000 number they did, there were 600 extras. Oh, my gosh. Five-year-old to 81-year-olds. Wow. I love that. I love that. And I just can't even fathom making that work. Right. Like getting everybody choreographed and and getting everybody to... uh, I can't even think of the work that went into it. And I feel like it was so much work, but also I'm sure so much love from every person that was in it. Absolutely. Because it was just so much fun to do it. I was thinking, how do, how are they having these big na- dance numbers in New York City? Like, Yes, exactly. Like how did they clear the streets yeah. for all these people? I mean, that's... That's pretty wild. But then again, I don't know when they filmed this. Do you know when they filmed this? I don't, but I know it was colder because when they were filming the pool scene, mm-hmm. it was cold. Oh, my gosh. And they had no. to, I know they had to act like it was, uh, you know, a heat wave happening. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. So, yeah, it's crazy. And I read that, I don't know if it was the 96,000 or the the carnival mm-hmm. uh I can't remember which one, but they had to like start at like four or five in the morning because they had to do so much work to get it. Oh my God. You know, they they were like, okay, we're up. And then as soon as, you know, daylight breaks, we're going to do this and this. And we got to get as much, as many shots in as we can. And, oh my goodness. And I'm sure because they had to close down the streets mm-hmm. right. to film so much of this. Yeah. They're on a schedule. <laughs> yeah. And this was before COVID. So. Yeah. Uh, they really had to pay to, to or however it works, mm-hmm. to close down the streets to have this film. I thought the same thing. I'm like, how did they do this? This is crazy for a community and a city and a state that's so vibrant and right. s- has so many people mm-hmm. in it. Wow, wow, wow. Speaking about uh, Fiesta in the Heights and the Carnival de Barrio, the community of dancers was so amazing. I was re- I really noticed them. Mm-hmm. I noticed the uh, people that uh, were older or looked just like regular people, mm-hmm. or or the guys with the belly, yeah. or um, just so many people, so many colors. I just thought it was so beautiful and. It was like a celebration. Absolutely. And I just loved it so much. It was a lot of fun. That was a really cool scene. Yeah. And then Abuela won the lotto. Woohoo! <laughs> At least the ticket for Usnavi, which was so sweet. Loved that. But how I feel like I feel like she knew she was gonna go or something because 
I just sometimes I feel like people just know when they want to take care of the people that they're leaving behind. Like yeah. when she was when she was watching them from her bedroom and she was just smiling. Yeah. So just what a kind, caring person. <laughs> yeah. She I, I believe she played she was the original um in the play. Oh. I think that's why she was so good at it and her voice was just Aww. so amazing. Uh she was the original and the ticket in the play was found earlier on. They changed mm. it, which I think it really worked. Yeah. Saving it at the end. Absolutely. It did. To figure out who won it. <laughs> um but uh, it was interesting how Usnavi gave it to the um, mm -hmm. lawyer to take care of it. I'm right. Like, I don't know about that. I know. We're so untrusting of people. I'd be like, oh, no, I'd cash it first and then I'd give it to yeah. him. <laughs> like, exactly. I don't know about that. I know that you're talking to this guy and this guy is like your friend or something. But no, I don't know. I know. I'm like, uh, I don't know about that. I'm going to chalk that up to, like, TV. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then let's talk about Usnavi's name. That oh is hysterical, my. right? That was so good. It was so cute. I loved how he explained it, too, and how he was like, yeah, my dad, when he came here, he saw a ship, and he said, oh. I'm going to name my son that. <laughs> yeah. And then all, all the kids are laughing at him like, oh, that's a silly name. And his daughter's like, no, it's not. I know. It was so <laughs> cute because it said U.S. Navy as the ship passed by. <laughs> and it was just, I loved how they revealed that to us. I thought that was really cool. That was hilarious. Um, well, that's such a cool way to uh, name uh, your child. I have a friend, an old coworker, mm -hmm. who named her son after a street sign. Oh. She saw his a name and she named her son that, which, and it's not a usual name. So mm -hmm. it was very cool. I, I mean, he's a cool name. He's got a great name. Mm -hmm. So I love that. Oh, man. This movie was so good. And I recommend that everybody watch it. <laughs> Brittany, you were saying you recommended it to all your family. Oh, yes. And they loved it, too. They loved it. I mean, my family loves musicals. They love singing and dancing. None of us can do it, but, you know, we, <laughs> we live through these people, right? Yes, we love it. We admire their talent. Um, yeah, everyone loved it. So I second that. Please go watch this. <laughs> yes, it's on HBO Max. So please take the time to watch it. You will not be disappointed. Okay. So I want to know, Brittany, if you have uh, some musical recommendations. I do. I have lots. I love musicals. Uh, for TV shows, I really love Glee. Like, I rewatch it once a year. Sometimes it can be a little problematic, but, you know, just kind of a lot of old things can be problematic <laughs> before 2020, right? Yes, yes. So just take that with a grain of salt and enjoy the singing and dancing. <laughs> Another show that Jimmy laughs at me, my husband, for, but High School Musical, the musical of the series, is so cute. It's like teenagers recreating the High School Musical musicals at their school because that's where High School Musical was filmed. So it's so cute and it's so funny. Um, and as far as movies, I mean, I one of my favorite movies was Phantom of the Opera. And I've also seen that in person in Las Vegas where they have like the chandelier yeah. and like pretend to drop it on you um it's so fun and then i was talking to diana about this earlier but la la land i really do like that movie i love i love it the ending montage of like what could have been oh, it's so good it's heartbreaking 
Oh my gosh. Uh, speaking of heartbreaking, Les Miserables, <laughs> it's another yeah. really deep and really um, just interesting story. You know, it's also tied to history. So I recommend that. And then one that makes me feel good is Annie. I love Annie. I like it's just one of my childhood favorite movies. It always makes me smile and it's so cute. And I don't know if you haven't watched it. I say watch it when you're feeling down because it's just such a cute, like uplifting movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Rent. I love Rent. Uh, they also did like a live version of Rent, I think, on uh, Fox a couple years ago. Do you remember that? I think so. They yeah. had like, you know, yes. a bunch of actors singing it live on TV. Yes. I actually really liked that version. Um, that was kind of fun. But I do like the movie with uh, that was from like 2000. Oh, gosh, I'm totally going to get this wrong. Like 2005, uh, six, something like that. Over a decade ago, for sure. Uh, Across the Universe, because I really love all the Beatles songs in there. Um, I just think it's a really, I mean, story is not my favorite, but I like the renditions of all the songs for sure. Chicago and Dreamgirls. I love those two. I just love like badass women and, you know, (laughs) such good stories. And then Grease is another classic. I feel like that was one of my favorite yeah. musicals uh, growing up. And me and my sister would just always do the ending yes. dance together. Yes. And then we'd always <laughs> pretend that we were Danny and what's her name? Uh, with the that she, they were dancing. Rizzo? At the, no, not Rizzo. Uh, who? Which the girl that he um, Sandy got mad because they started dancing at the. Oh, dance Bernadette. Uh, uh, no, something Bernadette. Yeah, I think it's Bernadette. No. Um, oh my God! It's gonna kill me. What is her name? I'm pretty sure it's... I think it is Bernadette. Something like that. Something Bernadette. But they have like a nickname for her or something because yeah. of... I forget why. But I mean, my sister would always pretend we're like in the middle of that circle dancing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so when they're at the yeah. contest part yes, or whatever. the contest yeah. and they're yeah. dancing around. <laughs> so good. And actually for my dog, you know, when um, in Greece, when Danny... And Sandy get in a fight at the drive-in. Oh, and, the hot and, dog in the background? Oh, no. sorry. <laughs> I jumped the gun on that one. No, I love the hot dog in the background. Do you oh, know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, I do. I do. But it's just that song that he sings when he goes, Sandy. I do that to Boffy. I go, Boffy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Missouri. Oh, my gosh. Cracks me up. Uh, some so weird funny. musicals. I really like Rocky Horror Picture Show and Sweeney Todd. I know that they're not everyone's cup of tea, but I I just find them so fun. Yeah. So I think they're really good for like Halloween vibes, scary vibes. And then I don't know if La Bamba counts as a musical, but he does sing in it. Yeah. Um, but I just I really like that like biopic about him. I love La Bamba itself. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a musical, but it has music in it. Has it music. Like <laughs> He's singing. <laughs> What about you? Oh, gosh. I love so many of the ones that you brought up. In fact, we used to talk, me and you used to talk about Glee all the time. Yeah. We're like, oh, remember the scene of this <laughs> the episode last night? And I did start watching the series because I was asking you about it. So I did start mm-hmm. watching it. It's very cute. Um, but yes, all of the ones that you have mentioned, I love them <laughs> so much. But I also want to name my favorite ones which is West Side Story, Mm -hmm. the 1962 version. And I'm so excited that there's a new version coming out this December. I cannot 
wait. Oh, yes. I remember when they were filming this. It was that 17-year-old girl who can sing really well. I can't think of her name, but I remember when they were casting for it. Yeah, I can't think of who that is at the moment, Mm -hmm. but I'm just, I know Steven Spielberg is the producer of this um, movie, and I'm just so excited I'm so ex- over the moon excited. <laughs> I hope, I think it'll probably be really good um, in his hands. But West Side Story itself, it's just so good. I love the dancing, the singing. I think I love musicals, but I really love it when they can incorporate dance mm-hmm. into it too. And that's what West Side Story does. They have phenomenal dancers, and I love the choreography of the dancers. Um, the women are awesome, but the guys are really good, too. Mm-hmm. And it's so strong. And there was a scene in In the Heights when they're at the club mm-hmm. that gave me that West so- yeah. Side Story vibe. And I thought, oh, that is so cool. <laughs> so please, please watch West Side Story. I believe it's still on Netflix if you've never seen it before. It is so good. Um, Bye Bye Birdie. I love the original movie with Anne Margaret and uh, Dick Van Dyke. It is, I'd say it's my favorite. Like if I got stranded on an island and someone said, what movie would you take? I would take this movie because it's funny and it fills me with song and dance. And I just love the story. And there, it's just so good. And Anne Margaret, oh man, she is just... I think this was probably one of her first movies she ever made. And man, she is so um, captivating and she's so like sexy and she's (laughs) so cute. She sings so good. I love it. So I highly recommend Bye Bye Birdie. And of course, Hamilton. Mm -hmm. I love Hamilton. It's so (laughs) awesome. If you've not seen it, please watch it. And then Mamma Mia. I love Mama Mia. I love Mama Mia because I love ABBA. I've loved all their songs. So when this came out, I'm like, I've got to go watch it. Fell in love with it. I saw it on stage. Uh, of course, the movie. So um, it's just a thrill. And one last one, which is a really odd movie, <laughs> and it's very trippy, is um, Tommy by The Who. It's a rock opera. Hmm. It's not for everybody. <laughs> and you have to go in saying this is going to be weird. But it, oh, and Anne Margaret's in that, too. I just oh. thought about that. But um, and Tina Turner. Um, but it's and Roger Daltrey plays the lead of uh, Tommy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a very a bizarre movie, but it's a very interesting movie. Um, and I like it. So uh, it's one of those like cult favorites. It's like mm-hmm. a little bit like Rocky Horror yeah, Picture yeah, yeah. Show, that theme, that line, that vein. So, anyways, Cha Cha, oh. that's her name, Cha Cha, right? From yes, Cha Cha yes. de Lorenz something. I, I think she know. was from from Bernadette was her school or something. Because I remember her Saint Bernadette, Saint Bernadette, yes, Saint Bernadette's, yes. I remember <laughs> it just came to me. <laughs> That's so... F- what? Chacha Rosario? Chacha something Chacha from Rosario, St- I think. Rosario. Okay. Isn't it? We're making it up. <laughs> Chacha Rosario from St. Bernadette. I knew there was like a... She she like announces yeah. like her right. whole name and title exactly. in that. That's so that. cool. I love that you remembered it. I can totally see Danny walking back and forth. Remember? <laughs> and he's like trying to ignore her. Oh my gosh, I'm going to watch yes, that now. Yes, I know. I got to watch it oh too. Oh my goodness. I love it. Oh, Brittany, this has been so much fun. 
talking about these fun movies and in the heights and it's just been so much fun so thank you thank you for joining me today thank you for having me as a guest i mean it's been like two years right or three years i can't remember but it's been so long so thank you for having me this was a lot of fun and I just, you know, I always love talking movies with you. This is like you and me in the hallway. I know. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I've had a ball. Thank you. So that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in and we hope something we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity or inspiration. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and tell a friend. We would love more members of our TV club. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher. We need your feedback. This helps other listeners find us. We'll be uploading a new episode in a couple of weeks. We have some fun podcast genres coming up. Road trip movies, superhero movies, coming of age movies. Look for those in the summer. In the fall, we'll be back with The Walking Dead Season 11. Plus, we always have TV and movie recommendations for you. You can check our blog for those. You can find the website listed in our show notes. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.